it's pretty nice to see some of our biggest rivals and them experiencing their downfall. You know, the Bucks, they are one in five since Doc Rivers has taken over. Speed, there's a chance he could end up being out for the season. You know, he's already poorly conditioned enough. He's sitting on the couch eating Doritos. Welcome back to the Old Bull Young Calf Boston Sports Podcast, episode 26. And we are in the trenches of the NBA and NHL season. And the players are feeling it. We're feeling it. Uh, we got a mixed bag for you today. Some Patriots. Dad, throw him the curveball that is this episode of the podcast. What do we got for him? So we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to have an extended version of buy and sell. Matt came up with his lame buys and sells for me that I'm going to, you know, answer. And I came up with amazing ones, too, that are going to blow your mind. Try not to fall asleep during his. And then we're going to go into a mystery segment. We're going to combine the Bruins and Celtics. And let you know how we're feeling about the state of each team at this point in these seasons. And then we're going to do a new betting segment. All right. I'm calling it the old Bulls Golden Wages. Okay. But you know what? When this gets released and you share, if you throw a suggestion down there, naming the old Bulls, you know, lock of the week, you know, we might pick the best one and go with that. So throw that in the comment section on Facebook and we might run with that. And we're also going to do our drawing, all right? Ten people share it again, so 10% chance of winning. All you have to do is click the share button. Not hard. Um, last week, we had a repeat winner, Steve Sargent, just stealing all the breaking in, breaking prizes in. and gift cards. Yeah, he is. And we're going to end this segment with uh, thoughts on the game. Super Bowl happened. <sighs> Patriots were in a no-win situation either way. Either, either team winning was going to be bad, so we're going to give you our thoughts on that and why the team won that one. So here we go, Matt. Start us off. Sounds good. Alrighty, so we will slide right into the buy and sell segment. Uh, like my dad said, this is an extended buy and sell, and for a first time ever, my dad is getting behind the counter, and he's actually offering goods. So he's he's put some thought into this. He has some cards on this table, and we're gonna. I'm gonna let you know if I buy or I sell it. And really curious for you, all you guys out there, the audience being engaged is one thing that helps drive us. So if there's anything on this thing that you buy or don't sell, if you want to go through the list, go buy, buy, buy. Let us know. Any engagement would be greatly appreciated and noted, and my dad and I will definitely reply to all of it. So I'll start start us off here. Uh, The first one is the Knicks and the Cavaliers. So everybody sees this picture right here. Um, A lot has happened in the East. So my question to my dad is buy or sell. The Knicks and Cavaliers are the new biggest contenders for the Celtics to come out of the East. I am buying that. Wow. Once again, the old, the old bull. Oh, oh, pulling a muscle here, pat myself on the back because again, two months ago when they were basically a 500 trash team, I said, my biggest concern in the East is going to be the Cavaliers. Once those guys get healthy and put it together and sure enough, they've won like, I don't know. 12 out of 13 games or something like that. And they're, they're climbing up the standings. They're doing pretty good. Celtics still having, yep. They still have a nice, healthy lead. So, you know, I think we're just about locked up the number one seed, knock on wood. And, but yeah, the, the Knicks, the Knicks are in a bit of a slide, but you can't count that. They're missing like 
two or three missing key Randall, players. They're missing a few different guys. And um, um, Randall and yeah, the uh, uh, Anobi. So you know, you can't go by that. They're just basically stuck with just Bronson right now. But before those injuries, they were you know in fuego. They were on fire too. So and man, Matt, you called it. Great call, Matt, with Talk Rivers. I don't know if they're turning that around. But talk about an absolute disaster so far with Milwaukee. I believe he's three and six or something like that. And it has not been good. That has been a complete yep. clown show. So, yep. yep. In my mind, these two are the teams to beat now. Sixers don't have Embiid. Who knows when he'll be back? So we'll see. Yeah. And I, I don't like, so, so to be honest, I think you and I are both on the same page here. Nobody should contend with the Celtics if they stay healthy. Right. That's, I think that's where the oh, opinion the yeah. East is just yeah. so weak. There's some teams in the West. I think that will give us some trouble. Um, but the Knicks are a well-coached team, great defense. They added Anobi, another great defender. Um, so they're a bit scary to me. Um, so, yes, I, I also buy this with my dad. As to just touch on the Doc Rivers thing, they are facing the Memphis Grizzlies, Grizzlies who could probably lose to the main Celtics. And they're right now in the fourth quarter down by five. Doc Rivers has the Bucks with a full roster of Giannis, Lillard, Lopez. They got Crowder back, Portis. They got all these guys, and they're down by five. And the leading scorer for the Grizzlies is a 19-year-old kid named Gigi Jackson. So <laughs> I don't the, – the Bucks are floundering. So I I think we're on the same page, and we'll see if Doc Rivers can, can come out of that. So my dad is my, taking the apron off, giving the shopkeeper apron to my dad. What are you buying? What, what am I buying? What am I selling, Dad? What, what, what What's going on? All what's right. So, meteor? meteor, is it? All right. So, do you buy and sell that the Bruins are in the same boat as the Celtics, which is you don't win the championship this year? It is an absolute disaster. We're talking Armageddon. The Celtics don't win. It is a complete disaster. Everyone knows that. Everyone's on board with that. It is win or go home. Bruins, are they in the same boat, Matt? Do you yeah, buy that? Uh, so, so here's the crazy thing. Um, they've you have as much wrong. pressure on them. See, that's the thing. I mean, I feel like this year they're playing with house money. And to be honest, I've I've sort of had a hard time with their Stanley Cup chances after losing last year. I felt like that was our kind of big chance. So I'll buy it. I, I don't know how much longer we can dip into the fountain of youth here with this roster, you know, with, with the, with the, you know, kind of shallow amount of talent that we have in our, in our farm system, the lack of picks we've been able to, you know, capitalize on. I don't know how much longer this team can contend. So this, this is a huge year. I think this year is going to kind of make or break us. And, you know, who who I I don't know what this roster is going to look like in two three years with Marshand playing the minutes he's playing and everything like that. So I'm gonna buy that if the Bruins don't win it this year, it's Armageddon. They're kind of they might be done for a while. What, what about you, Dad? Oh, all right. Um, I I'm selling on that. I just again, uh, I mean, now if they at the trade deadline make some moves Aggressive that I moves. like. I will change that take, but again, they if they couldn't they couldn't do it last year with that loaded roster on that historic season. 
it's asking a lot to be championship or bust like the Celtics who are just absolutely fully loaded in a juggernaut. So I, I yeah. kind of selling on that one. Yeah. And the, the big reason I'm buying is because I just don't know if they're going to get a better chance this year than they like next year than they will this year. And I, and the year after that, I, I don't know how much better their chances get year over year. So that's kind of where I'm struggling with that. All right. Hey, nothing wrong with that take. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a tough one for me because it's a conversation that has to be had because mainstream media is kind of forcing it down our throat. It's something where it's kind of silly and, and we should honestly, as Patriots fans laugh off, but my dad and I might have different opinion here Buy or sell dad that Patrick Mahomes can now sit at the table with Tom Brady in the goat conversation. Are you buying that he can sit there? Are you selling it? Get out of the table. You don't belong yet. So you're talking like with with Tom and Montana. Montana. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, I'm buying. I'm buying oh, wow. 28 years old, three Super Bowls. Uh he just won one this year with probably his worst team. I, I mean, Matt, I'm I'm all about calling it like it is on being honest. It all of this kills me. Don't get me wrong. I'm not but at the table, I mean, who else has three? You know, I mean, guys like Aikman do and Terry Bradshaw, but it's hard yeah. to put those, like, the, the passing was just not a huge factor in the NFL back then. So, I mean, yeah, put them at the table, though. Hey, they won four, four Super Bowls. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm buying that he's at least at the table. Like, it, can we put him at a little kiddie table? Like on the he, side, or does he have to sit at the big table? Yeah. That, so, so I'll I'll put this up here. I'll let you buy this, but I'm selling this so incredibly hard. His first big contract and cap hit is it like hit this year, and like you said, he had one of his worst teams yet. His next big cap hit is next year. Kelsey's getting a year older. That entire team is Kelsey. I. I, I, you said it last week in the podcast. You're an idiot if you're the 49ers, if you don't take away Kelsey. And they did for the first half. They did. For the first half. And then, oh. And then they just stopped. They stopped. All they had to do was take do what they've been doing all the game long, what nobody nobody really put the effort into. I mean, the Ravens were arrogant. The Ravens put Kyle Hamilton, Hamilton on Kelsey. Kyle Ham Hamilton hadn't yeah. let up a touchdown to a tight end all year, blah, blah. <laughs> you just got to double the guy. So That's it. It's so dumb. It's, yep. it's arrogance. He's he's his, he has a hard time throwing to these other wide receivers. I mean, I sell it because I don't like Brady's one of one, and you know I, I think it's even weird to even say Montana's at the table with him, but I'll I'll concede that for now. Um, but yeah, I I'm not a big fan of the conversation. Sadly, it's going to happen every year uh, from this point forward, and every Super Bowl that Mahomes wins going forward, um, I it's it's uncomfortable. So, any other if thoughts does, on that? If he does, don't if he does, how hard is it win a Super Bowl? He might not win another one. We'll have to see. So, yeah, but they when Kansas City gets three points in the first half, yep. And Kelsey had, I think, was it one catch for one, one yard catch for or one yard? Yep, one I, catch, one yard. Because they just. And then in the second half, they just started playing zone, started just man up in them at times. And it was a, I don't know what, I mean, Shanahan, he does, he, 
God, has he crapped his pants in the biggest moment. So, I mean, what are you going to do? But I don't know. I think you might be right there, too. We might have to kick Brady away from the table and just give him a throne all by yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah and, let, and he can watch his peasants eat at that table below him, beneath him. Yes. So. Like and that. you know, yeah. and Kelsey finished with nine catches for 93 yards. That means he had eight catches and 92 yards um in the second oh, half. In the that's, second half. <laughs> that's absolutely doing? nuts. Absolutely nuts. So oh, anyway. all right, Dad. What do you got for us? What what is this uh this handsome fella in uh in the Bruins jersey? What 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 are we buying or sound about? Uh, what could have been if Marshan just scored that breakaway with one second left when we we're up three games to one. So, Matt, are you buying or selling that the Bruins are going to do everything they can to duplicate last year's trade deadline? They don't have much draft picks, but they still have some. They still do have some young prospects that have some value. Do they go all in like they did last year? All right. So this might be controversial, but I think that they've touched the stove and it's hard to come at the trade line with that much fervor back to back years, right? Because we kind of mortgaged our future last year. Um, we have no business yeah. being where we are in the standings right now. Uh, if you if you look at early on our predictions for the Bruins, it wasn't to be you know number one in the Atlantic Division like we are. Um, I don't think they, they they pull the trigger again. I don't think I think they probably try and approach it differently. Maybe they feel like the amount of change-ups and everything that came, even though Bertuzzi added a lot of value, I think that they stand pat a bit more at this trade deadline with Patra's emergence, um, Swayman's emergence. Um, I don't know how much they, they they kind of chase after it this year, so I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell I'm going to get some, get some okay. activity in our, in our sell column. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't think they are either. Uh, you know, I want to push back on you, but yeah, they, they probably are feeling a little burnt after last year. I mean, just, I mean, empty in the cupboard and to get knocked on the first round. Wow. I mean, that's what a blow, but yeah, yeah. I think they're going to be a little gun shy this year. So anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, we, we haven't really done like a checkup on our exes, the hockey too much i mean the the celtics it's kind of self-explanatory everybody got hurt Ooh, right we, everybody got hurt we need to do that yeah we do yeah. need to do that though at some point yeah another one uh, but yeah. you know I, I did look at bertuzzi he's gotten better but um we could definitely do a post uh maybe next week we'll do a go around check up on our exes orlov um hathaway bertuzzi all those guys and, and see where they uh where they're standing and the celtics guys so yeah, we'll uh we'll move on to my next buy and sell. And this is a this is a tough one. Um because I I feel like I'm like a like a Jets fan or a Browns fan at this point because it's always always like is it next year? Is next year the year? So, hmm. do you buy or do you sell that the hype for the next Patriots season is higher than last year? Do you buy that it's higher than last year? This upcoming week one of the season, are you going to be more excited for week one of this season coming oh. up, or were you than you were last year, or not? I am completely selling. I, the hype is going to be way was way higher for the past year with Bill O'Brien coming in, thinking, you know, he's going to fix the offense, fix Mac. We had a, a defense that was 
counted on to be elite level. Yeah. Um, we're going to lose some players from that. And, you know, even if they do get that shiny new toy, you and I want that quarterback at number three expectations are not going to be high. They're just yes. not, they're going to lose players. Um, we'll see what they do in the free agent market. You know, they're talking about spending big cash. They actually have no choice. There is a, a lower apron. You have to get above yeah. that. So yeah. yeah, they have to get up. So they are going to bring some talent in. Hopefully they hit on those better than they did the last free agent period because they did not do that well there. But I, I think everyone's expectations, especially after last year, brand new head coach, brand new everything. I think everyone's going to be like, hey, let's just see promise this year. If we somehow, I don't know, make the playoffs, we'll treat it like we won the Super Bowl because it'll be a minor miracle. Yeah. You know, I, I've touched the stove and I, I used that with the Bruins, list, the, the last segment right there um, or last sell. But. I don't know. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the, the, the premise of, of a new quarterback um, getting rid of Mac. Um, it's it's at the very minimum. It will be an entertaining season. This is our first season. My first season really in my lifetime without Belichick as the coach. Um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm hyped for a Super Bowl, but I'm kind of excited to see what this team is now. Right. You know, it, it, maybe I should be more afraid. Right. But I'm kind of excited for the future. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. But uh, last year, after a few, after you know, six or so games, it really became a slog and frustration. So I'm kind of excited to, even if we lose a little bit next year, to kind of be able to write it off as, hey, this is we're building. So, yeah. All right, Dad. I mean, I'll be excited too if we get Jaden Daniels and he's starting. Yeah, I'll be I'll be excited about oh, yeah. that too. To see, I'm sure you'd be excited. So, but you're right. Yeah, you're we'll right. The, the hype the hype will probably be lower than last year because because we you and I both, yeah. if you look at the the records we anticipated for the Patriots, uh, both had a, mm -hmm. that team finishing really high. So yeah, here we are. This mystery guy, Dad. What what is this? Uh, what what's the yes. spell here? So, are you buying that if they do use their cap space? to bring in what is considered a successful veteran like Baker Mayfield or Kirk Cousins, are you buying that the Patriots make the playoffs next year? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think that, and you know, you and I talked about this a bit. I think they squandered what was a easy ride to the playoffs last year. There was a lot of injuries. Um, I don't know if that's mm. the norm now with the NFL, but Burrow going down, um, you yeah. know, Pickett. I know, know he kind of sucks, but Pickett went down for the Steelers. They were in like a carrot. Rogers. Rogers went down. Um, there was a lot of turnover at the quarterback position, especially in the AFC, and they screwed it up. I don't think yeah. that's going to happen again. And I don't think Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins, Jacoby Brissett, Russell Wilson, they don't move the needle enough to get us into the playoffs. I think a lot of teams are going to come back next year better, more hungry, especially in our division with the Bills. And um, actually, the Bills might be in a kind of a tough cap space, cap, cap situation. But yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm going to sell that our playoff chances next year 
are anything close to mm. what they were last year, especially in the beginning. Nope, it's not happening. Uh, even with a decent veteran quarterback. Okay. Even with a decent veteran quarterback, yeah. And if they have a time machine to bring back whatever they were four years ago, maybe we'll see. But selling. What what about you? Yeah. Uh I mean, I'm gonna buy it if they do well in free agency, you know, they and they don't lose play. I mean, their defense is good enough. You know, Judon and, and Gonzalez are gonna be back. If they spend their money wisely and don't blow a like a ton on Duggar, let, let him go, you know, and they, and they bring in some legit weapons to go with a couple quarter. I mean, I think they could squeak in the playoffs. So I, I think I would buy that if they, yeah. you know, just pull some of the buttons, but well, they would need a lot of things to go right. Don't get me wrong. They need a lot of things to go right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm going of the assumption of they make moves in free agency, but we don't know if those moves are good or not. Right. There's really no way for That's us true. to know. So, I mean, if you can guarantee me that the moves are good, then yes, I think mm. their playoff chances are good. But if you, no one can guarantee that. So ahead of the season, if they make signings, they make signings. I'm sure I'm going to be happy about them, but I don't see their playoff chances going up. Um, all right. So, so this is, so this is something that really bothered my dad, to be honest, but I'm, I'm curious if he's changed his mind, warmed up to the fact, but buy or sell Jalen Brown participating in the dunk contest is good for all-star weekend and good for you as a fan when it comes to watching all-star weekend do you buy that it's a, that it that it improves your viewing experience with all-star weekend and you're happy about it so the general public the general celtics fan base absolutely. no old bull that is old gonna bull. be fun oh the old bull absolutely not i'm gonna be watching it all right but in complete dread i am gonna just Every dunk he does, I'm just going to pray he does not injure himself. I already don't like the fact that I know he's probably spent a lot of time customizing these dunks and trying to perfect them and think of, you know, creative ones where he should be working on his handle and dribbling the ball and not turning it over. So from the old bull, no, I am completely out. I sell that. But, you know, if you're a general Celtics fan, yeah, how do you not be excited to to watch that? Yeah, and you know it's tough, right? Because um, I'm I'm not opposed to it. It's exciting uh, for me as a fan, general Celtics fan. And of course, it's going to be easy for my dad to say, "I told you so." If Jalen Brown becomes the first NBA player oh. to ever get injured in a in a dunk contest, but but at the same time, my dad gets to enjoy the no, watching no, him no, in the junk contest, just like everybody else. So. I think it's kind of dry uh, to be a bit poo-pooing it when you're going to sit there and watch it. Um, so, yeah, you could sell it, but you're buying tickets to watch it. So, I hope he gets knocked out in the first round. See ya. Yeah. Go have a seat. Jason Tatum might make an appearance, he said, as like a prop or something. So it's it's good to see the guys. Oh, God. It's good to okay. see the guys, you know, vibing and, and having that, you know, camaraderie. So here's a uh, speaking like of Jalen Brown cookies and cream here. We got Porzingis. What, what's mm, the, yes. what's the, what's the sales pitch here? So Matt hypothetical, hopefully it's not, hopefully it's a fact Celtics win the championship this year. Do you buy that when it's all said and done, almost everyone's going to be in an agreement that Porzingis was the second biggest reason why ahead of oh. 
Jalen Brown. Yeah, I 100%. I'm going to buy that 100%. Um, you wow. know, a lot of people, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's not me dogging Jalen Brown by any means. If, if, if mm. you've watched Celtics games, you know that saying Porzingis is a, you know, a, a, you know, a, a transcendent talent is, you know, and ahead of Brown is not a knock, right? That's like, he's, you know, I think Porzingis is, you know, when he's on the court, a top three big man and big man in the league. Um, I think he's better than Anthony Davis. Um, you know, that's probably super controversial for everybody, but I, I think he's better than Anthony Davis. I think he's up there with Embiid and Jokic. Um, he brings so much to the table. And I think we saw what he did to the Miami Heat absolutely torched them with bam out of bio um and that would have been amazing last year he brings a layer of complexity to our offense that um you know i love Jalen brown but very few people in the league can bring because of his you know F, you know porzingis his athleticism his range his size and the guy's a, a, a amazing defender um i know that you and i did some research when he came over and we were like he's actually a really good defender but he's proven that he's a good defender and he hustles. So I think Jay, I think Porzingis could be vying for the, you know, uh, was it the Bill Russell trophy, the MVP MVP at the end of it? Um, because he has the, he he has the opportunity to make that kind of impact. And I'm really excited. And I hope we get to that finals where it's just all bets are off. Everyone's playing hard, every single possession. Right. Um, I think, his name will be firmly stamped on us on the trophy. If we win that for sure. What, what about you, dad? So you feel the general public will come out of it saying Porzingis was more important than Brown. Okay. Yes. Now listen, my, I agree with that. I actually hope that doesn't happen. I hope the Celtics win a championship and Jalen Brown is viewed as the biggest reason why, or the second biggest. Yeah. Because I mean, I want him happy. I love Jalen Brown. I want him here. I don't want any talk about trading. I don't want him asking out of Boston because he's just sick of the city. So I think it's probably likely going to happen. They win the championship. Everyone's going to be pointing at Przingis as the number two reason. I hope it doesn't happen. I, I hope I hope as far as the, the credit goes. I hope Brown is the yeah. one who's getting, you know, either number one credit, he even performed better than Tatum, or number two. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, bottom line is, I just hope the Celtics raise banner. You just want Brown to be happy, right? You want, you want, you want, you want the banner. You want Brown to be happy, and you know, I think yes. Brown in the dunk contest is it makes him happy. Uh, Brown in the, uh, <laughs> you know, in the other, in, you know, in the other stuff makes him happy. So, you know, I mm-hmm. think it's, I think it's totally fine. So yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you know, and uh, I think I just realized I, I mixed up my trophies here. This is the slam dunk contest trophy. So I have a I have another thing at the end. So mm. my buy and sell um, for the Stanley Cup here, Bruins, you know, my dad has had a very high tolerance for the adversity the Bruins have been through. The past three games, mm. past five games, really, if you take out the Canucks games, have not been good. They are now no longer, they no longer have this huge lead above everybody else in points that they, you know, kind of fostered at the beginning of the season. So do you buy, Dad, or do you sell that the Bruins are still a top, a top three Stanley Cup contender in the league? Uh, That's a tough one, especially in the midst of the streak, I know. 
I'm not, I'm not going to let this streak get to me. No, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still buying I, I top three. I don't know, but I feel like they're definitely top five. So I'm buying it. I still think they're a top five. I think they're one of five teams that are going to win the cup. Absolutely. Um, three, oh, three's hard. You bought I, it. I, you I, bought I guess it, man. I would still do. You are. It's already buying, yours. Yeah. You can't. You can, no returns. Yeah. No re- refunds on that. Top three. I got my receipt right here. What are you talking no, about? No. 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 Oh. No. No. All right. Um, it's so. Yeah. I. I, uh, I have a hard time. You know. I'm hoping they can turn it on, but I think the NHL, like more so than any other sport, is about catching fire at the right time. And there's just been too many times this year where they just go absolutely ice cold. I know that at the same time, there's been the you know opposite of that, the reason why they're still number one, even in spite of these streaks. But as of late, in the last 20 to 30 games, it's been a bit too much adversity for me. Um, I'm really concerned about their chances and and – I see some of these other teams, you know, loading up. They're they're kind of doing what we did last year at the trade deadline with Vancouver. I know we beat them, but they just added the uh, the Lindholm kid, Elias Lindholm. Mm-hmm. Other teams going to start adding people, and I don't know if we're going to make the moves. That's why I sold that other thing. So it's going to be an arms race, and right now I think we're falling behind. Never mind when they start adding people on other teams. So we'll see. Um, hey, now, Dad, don't worry, Bruce. Bergeron will be back for the last ten games. Don't worry, the playoffs. Bergeron, you know what? Bring, you got to bring Char- Chara back too. Number thirty-three, bring Chara back. You no. know, just yeah. <laughs> Bergie, so, yes, Chara, no, not, yeah. He's running marathons out there. Oh, the bonus, the bonus. A, a, a bonus. All right, now I'm going to be honest with you, Matt. I really need you to buy this, and if you do, okay. I will agree with anything you have to say as long as it doesn't involve having sex with old ladies or bear <laughs> traps. Okay, because those are my two bugaboos. I'm out. Those are my deal breakers. For 22 years, you went Kerouac on everyone's eyes? Look, I want to be honest with you. I really need a job, and I will take any position as long as it doesn't involve having sex with old ladies for money or bear traps. Those are my two bugaboos. All right. Got it. There's a catering business that there's a temp job is open for you, and you get to play with fire. My deal breaker. Okay. <laughs> so here is the most important question that's going to dwarf your final question. Nobody's even going to care about it. Does the old bull still have a chance to make it on the cover of Pickleball Magazine? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, yeah, I... Uh, I, I see the old bull. The only person talking about the old bull right now is the old bull. So, I mean, he has to, I think at some point you got to have someone record you out there, put a headband on and record mm-hmm. you. And we can post up a little clip on the Ooh. podcast, the old bulls pickleball <laughs> extravaganza, you know, one highlight play. Mm-hmm. And, um, we'll see. I mean, uh, so you know what, just to make you happy, uh, I'll buy it, buy it. Old bull gener- yes. generation, generational talent of uh of pickleball you know i mm-hmm. will have to go play it sometime when you're up here because you know they have they have things so you just got to come during the week when the schoolyard has uh has drop-ins so so yeah sounds good <laughs> he's obsessed All with right. pickleball everybody <laughs> obsessed with it so <laughs> this was the wrong trophy so this trophy down here i already took it down now i can't can't put it back mm-hmm. buy or sell that the new rule 
regarding having to play X amount of games to win the MVP, to be all NBA, do you buy that is a great change or are you selling it? What do you think, Ted? Well, I'm biased because I'm a Celtics fan. And this year, to me, it's all about load management, health, and rest. So, it's I mean, it's a great rule for the league. It is a legit problem when fans are paying all this money to show up to a game and all these stars are sitting out. You know, they look forward to this months in advance. So it's, it is a huge problem. So it's a, it's a great rule as far as the NBA goes. It makes complete sense for them. But, man, start enforcing – I wish they started enforcing that next year because I don't care about it. If I had my way – our, our top six would barely play for the rest of the year and oh yeah you know, right just cr- crank it up for the playoffs so but uh i'm buying it because it, it is a, overall it is a it makes sense yeah i mean the, the, the league was turning into such a weird dynamic with these all with these you know yeah. all-star players you know sore this sore that and it was pretty garbage um i really like when the best ability is availability these guys are out there. They're playing their butts off. Um, they want to be compared to the Jordans. They want to be compared to the birds. They want to be compared to all these guys, but they want to play 53 games a year. So it's like, yeah, you, you average, you average 36 points a game last season. That's awesome. Oh, how many games you play almost only like half a season. Yeah, that's why. So of course you can go up there and put up 45 a night when you have five games between five days between games. So overall, I think this is great. And I also think that we have the perfect roster for this because we don't have the glory chasers, you know, you know, the, the triple double chasers of Doncic and, you know, you know, offense to Jokic, you know, Jokic and uh, you know, what Russell, what Russell Wellsbrook was Harden. these guys who go out there, they're just stat padding out there. I think our team overall plays really well. It is pissed me off though. When like Missoula keeps Tatum out there with up by 43, you know, with, with five yeah. minutes to go in the third. I mean, I don't know what the heck that was. So, um, that does bug me, but no, I, I, I'm glad you bought this. I, I love this change. Um, it's definitely, I think good for the league overall. So yeah. Any uh, final thoughts on our buy and sell dad? That's it. Let's move on. All right. All right. So um, this is my dad's mystery segment. I don't know why he's calling it a mystery segment. Cause he also kind of told you what it was after saying it was a mystery. I don't know. You watched Scooby-Doo before I get on the podcast or Very something. Much. So please explain <laughs> how this is a mystery. So go ahead, dad. I mean, because I feel like both teams are going through it right now. It is the doldrums of the season. Everyone's panicking about the Bruins. They have been awful for our last five games. The Celtics are not blowing out teams like they were at the beginning of the year. They're still winning. I mean, but it's just very, it's very simple. It comes down to the time of year. Both teams are just bored right now. Completely bored. Did I lose you, Matt? What the heck happened? We had a technical malfunction here. You all right? You back? I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Like, comes down to the time okay. of year. What about it? What about the You're time? You all right? Of year? You need like a snack or a, a five minute timeout? I don't know what your generation needs. I mean, listen, I don't know. all me. I know, all I know is you say okay. that we're not blowing out teams, and the Celtics just won by fifty, and I fainted and hit my keyboard. So, so go ahead yeah. with your with your nonsense uh, okay. talk. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Brooklyn Nets <laughs> checked out, and they were just cared about their All Star break because none of them were going to the game. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, but in general, a lot of their games have been closer than they should be against 
much lesser opponents. Listen, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I'm not crapping on our teams. I'm here to tell you, it's human nature. It's the time of year. They're bored. And I. it's great that the Celtics are still winning these games. Because let me tell you, look at how some of the other teams around the league are sliding that. Because yeah. they're going through the same thing. It's like they just, you know, kind of checked out. The playoffs are still kind of far away. They may be dealing with a little fatigue. I think the Bruins are, you know, I've been on that bandwagon. I, I think they're bored and they might be a little tired. Because, again, you know, everyone's an Iron Man. Everyone's going to be a tough guy. No one can sit out a damn game unless they get a major injury on the Bruins. So I think they're I think they're facing boredom and fatigue. I don't think the Celtics are fatigued. I think they're just bored. And, you know, they look – and like you said, they kind of, you know, their first blowout win in a while last night, it's almost like they were kind of pumped. They're, they got going on vacation and all-star game coming up for a couple of the guys, and they just, you know, laid it on Brooklyn, who had checked out. And so, I, I listen, I'm here to tell you, don't worry about your Bruins and Celtics. These aren't these aren't permanent slides. They're not something to be concerned about. I'm telling you now, they're bored. Yeah. All right. And once the playoffs Man. get near, they'll be fine. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, I like my dad's. His thresholds for adversity with the Celtics is too, too, too low. It's it's absurd. Like so many inconsistencies in what you say about the Celtics. Number one, you say we we, we don't blow teams. We haven't blown teams out in a while. We just blew somebody out by fifty. And then you said, it's been a while, Dad. On February 4th, 11 days ago, we beat the Grizzlies by 40 points. I mean, like, I, like, I, don't, I don't know what else you want from this team. this team. This team is blowing people out. It's taking care of business. And, you know, oh, man, Dad. It's just February, like... February 11th? February, February 11th? 4th. You realize 4th. that February 4th? You realize yeah. that was like 4,000 hours ago, right? Yeah. That's a yeah. long time. Okay. Yeah, like four thousand so, seconds or something like that. Seconds. I mean, just the the, the the thresholds for adversity of my my dad is so low with this team. This team is is just firing all on all cylinders, and every team shows up playing hard against the Celtics. The the Nets did not like that was one of the first times I've seen a team show up against us and just like say, you know what, we don't even really want to play in quite some time because usually yeah, we get bad. everyone's best. Miami has been struggling, yeah. and they show up. They, they're without Butler. You know, Butler had a death in the family. My condolences to him and his family, his loved ones. And they show up and they just they just give us a fight. You know, Washington, they were shooting like 60-something percent from three. I mean, these teams are showing up against us and they're trying to yeah. take down the champs because, like you said, Dad, it's championship or bust for this team. So, I mean, then we look at the other future side. Future champs and not the champs, yeah, future champs, hopefully. And, and and so 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 then here's the problem. Then we look at the team on my jersey here, and you mentioned fatigue. They just got done with the All Star break. What are these guys doing? They just they're coming out so flat out of the All Star break. Lost four games in, fi- in four, four games and out of five. I mean, his la- last three games they've had three goals while giving up I think over ten. Um, I mean, since they've been back from the All Star break, I don't even know what the goal differential for them is, but it's abysmal. Um. I'm super concerned about the South. I mean, about the Bruins. Um, I, you know, w- right now we're, we're tied for first. Actually, we've lost to first place in the Atlantic Conference. We are now behind the Panthers. Oh, wow. Which, yeah, we have matched the games played, 
match the points. Mm. They have the you know uh, tiebreaker. I don't know what what it is if it's head to head or not. So I'm ready to hit the alarm on these guys. I know it's the dregs of the season, but this is a veteran team. We don't have the rookies. Mm. We don't have these young guys. So Marshan, you're the captain. Step up. Get your guys in gear, and just win some of these games. I mean, you know, four to one at home against the Kraken. The Kraken are a middling team in the uh, in the West. They were they were three, five and one coming into this game in their last ten and last nine. And yeah, like I guess. Go ahead, go ahead. Calm me down on the Celtics. I mean, the Bruins because I think I think we're, yeah. we're switching spots no. here. But you're you're right. I'm retracting my statement, and you're right. You made a good point. It's not tired because they did just come off the all-star break. I mean, they might be tired at the end of the year because, again, you know, they play every damn game. But you're right. That's no excuse. And so I just boil it down to they are bored. That's what it is. And I I don't want to give them a pass for it. I don't. But at the same time, I don't know. Yep. I'm kind of a hypocrite. I get. I, I just, I want them fresh for the playoffs. And if they're kind of losing because they're bored and they're not trying as hard, it's crazy to say I'm almost okay with that. I, I don't know. I, it just, I, I, I know, yeah. Matt. I just, the your point is valid about how I have double standards with the Celtics and Bruins. But it, I mean, but it's because the Celtics are loaded. So they good. have an, they're wagon. They, they have almost a, a complete all-star team. Yeah. Like it's insane. They have like almost a real life all-star team. So my my expectations, my curve for them is just higher. I mean, that's that's yeah, I expect more out of them. So you know what I mean? It's kind of like you and Kayleen, you know, you would just you were like my special little son. I just you know, I yeah. expected more out of Kayleen, and of course yeah. she delivered. And you know, you're like my little yay, little Matt. Yeah. And you know, hey, you tried really hard. You're my Bruins. Kaylee's my Celtics. You know what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, I get the, yeah, I get the crap into that stick. <laughs> I'll tell you now. And and you know, to me, <laughs> like I, I don't know if you saw this too, but like I thought we were getting what we wanted because like Marshan didn't skate one morning, and I'm like, nice, mm. he's actually gonna sit out a freaking game. But nope. He ended up playing that game yeah. later in the day. It's like, what do you? Yeah, is, like, I think I think Pasta sat too, didn't he? I don't know about Pasta, but but I was like, okay, maybe maybe. But like this, Marshan has played. I don't even know how. Like 17, 18, 19, 23, 19. I mean, that's he like, just what played that? game one thousand of his career. Yep. <laughs> it's, I mean, he's played over a hundred minutes yeah. in these five games. And he's come out of it with three points. So, um, I mean, five games, ten points in the table. He plays a hundred of time, hundred minutes of time on ice, and you know he comes out of it with with only thirty percent of the points available and a hundred percent of the wear and tear on his body. So, I don't know. We're we're, we're fading in those standings. Um, I don't know how many more games are left. It looks like we're at fifty four. So, is it eighty two games in a season for hockey, or is it eighty six? Yeah, no, eighty two. 82. So we got mm-hmm. bad math. I think 28 games left. So I guess we'll see yeah. how everything goes there. Uh, overall, I think the Bruins are playing with house money. I- I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for them. I'm hoping they can turn it on, but if they, if they lose, it is what it is. I don't know. What are yeah. your thoughts? I'm Ed? not worried about them. I think that, I think they're going to make a run. 
I do. I'm not worried about him. So we'll yeah. see. I'm not worried I'm hoping, about this dip. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, the Bruin, the Celtics don't play until I think the, the 24th. So, you know, I really oh, do hope. Love it. Love yeah. it. And, you know, that's, you know, Porzingis hurt his ankle. I don't know if you saw that uh, in the first half of the last game, but he did say he could have come, come yeah. back in. So, but precautionary, they kept him out, which I appreciate. Um, but I am hoping that um, the Celtics do find ways to get rest. I'm hoping that Tatum and Brown um, come back from the All-Star game uh, rested. I'm also really excited that yeah. Doc Rivers is not coaching the All-Star game. That's a big thing for us uh, because he's not going to run our starters into the ground like other I've seen other coaches do. Hmm. Um, no. You know, the I think it's the Cavs coach. I don't know anything about him, but hopefully he'll have a bit more class. Um, I don't know. Do you remember when that happened with Kemba Walker? He had a bad knee. Yeah, he was. He and then and then they played That's him insane. like forty five minutes. Yeah, they played him like forty five minutes, and his wheels fell oh, off. I was so was, mad. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. But, yeah, yeah. All right. But I think we can just move right. into segment number three. And my dad touched on this. So if you share, you get an entry into the giveaway. If you share a quality name for this segment, then he'll give you an extra get entry to the giveaway on top of the share. You still got to share. But if you give a name for the mm-hmm. segment, you can get two entries. That's an additional, uh, you know, however many percentage of uh, chance to get that $15 like that. gift card. So, so yeah, uh, no, no jokes. Actually, a lot of jokes. But it has to be a legitimate one to to, to get you a uh, an entry. So for this segment, this nameless right. segment, insert name here, old bulls, golden wages, or whatever the heck we're calling it right now. What is the lock <laughs> of the week? Oh, so the lock of the week before. Okay, so we don't have any NBA games coming up, right? And I don't want to do betting segments on hockey. I do have <laughs> more knowledge on. I just don't, right? Hockey's so hard to bet. It just is. Basketball is definitely much easier. So there's no games this week. But what I do like, I'm not saying throw the house on it, but I think great odds are taking uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander to win the All-Star MVP. He's at 800, uh, what, 800 to 1 odds. Nice. Yep, he's... He's super young. He's starting for the first time. And, I mean, it's just going to be no defense, open floor. He probably plays a lot. And, you know, I think, you know, throw a few bucks on that. You got a good – I think you got a good shot of, you know, maybe cashing out eight to one odds. Yeah, and the Timberwolves coach is going to be the the one running it. So – he might play the crap out of Shea Gildress. So there you go. I think that does That's help true. your odds. So you heard it here. I, you know, his confidence was not strong. Anthony's got to teach him how to be confident in his picks. But uh, otherwise, Old Bull with a with a good betting segment. Any other comments on the bets, Dad? No, that's it. Let's get to the drawing, then we'll talk about the Super Bowl. All right. Sounds good. So do you have your, your master list of 10 entries? I all, do. all of them say so Steve Sargent. That- here's our 10 entries all right you had a good view of each one nice all right so there's your number all right trusty google all right google pick a number between one and ten nine nine oh are you kidding me what is this insider trading insider trading another 
Peter was actually the first knucklehead yeah. to win a $50 giveaway back when we tried it. Oh, my God. Just what do you yeah. do? Now, Vinny's going to ask for the $15 gift card to be a Hurricane Betty's. <laughs> Hurricane Betty's gift card for Vinny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, we get a, a Vinny segment out of it. That yeah. was absolutely precious, that video. So, we'll have to see. Yeah. So, hey, congratulations again, Peter. Uh, all he did was click that share button, and you just never know. So, yeah. Find out if you want either your $15 restaurant card, $15 Zelle, Venmo, or Cash App. I do all of those, baby. Yeah. So yeah. thank you for sharing. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, and shout out to Pete because, you know, Pete's Facebook is a good good place to be because it's, he's like a, the meme king. If you're looking for a funny meme, yes. you'll find it on Pete's <laughs> wall. He likes the memes. Yeah. You know, he's on there throughout the day and he, and he shares our podcast. It's great to grace his Facebook wall. Thank you, uh, Pete. So, yes. Yeah. So we'll move on, uh, you know, 51 minutes into this thing. Uh, of course, I got to modify and edit a little bit out, but uh, Super Bowl thoughts. Um, Kyle Shanahan cannot get the monkey off his back. I don't know if, if everybody, all of our listeners know, but Kyle Shanahan was a part of the team that blew a 28 to three lead to the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. I know, I know. The, when did the, that happen? Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was actually a game where, you know, my wife just walked in the room my wife watched the the morale of the of the household just crash and burn right and and she had hope but i can tell you it was a hopeless place uh we were all so sad and Kyle Shanahan did it again he found a way to screw it all up um i'm pretty sure there was at one point like they were running all over the the Kansas City Chiefs and they threw it like three times from the 40 yard line Christian McCaffrey was just falling forward I, I i mean i i don't get to watch him play much but in the playoffs he kind of has that demarco murray i don't know if you remember demarco murray or levit Le'Veon bell those guys would always fall forward whenever they were running and he had that same thing it just was a guarantee and for some reason they went away from him despite having such a lead uh it was an embarrassing coaching effort on kyle shanahan's part and i think the coach lost this one what are your thoughts dev yeah i mean he, he's He's the he's partly to blame, but I tell you, you know, it just strengthens your 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 stance and my stance on getting the quarterback. As much as we can't stand him, you know, because he's good. The bottom line is, San Francisco has a much better front to back roster than Kansas City, and even though Shanahan certainly helped, look what happened: the elite quarterback. Takes home the girl. I mean, you know, it's just 49ers loaded. Every single loaded offensive line, receivers, running back, tight end, defensive line, linebackers, secondary. They are great at yep. every level except quarterback. And look what happened. I mean, and, you know, we get a lot of pushback. Um, and I see a lot of fans taking this. Bro, Bill, get the get the pieces first. Get get the tackle. Get the wide receivers. Get Spend the cash space and build a strong team and just bring any quarterback in. Why? So, I mean, we could hopefully be the 49ers. I mean, I would love, don't get me wrong, I'd love to get back to the Super Bowl. But, again, it just goes to show you, when all is said and done, who wins the big game? Yeah. The, best the, the elite quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think I think you know 
Andy Reid also tried to lose that game too. Did you see him call the timeout to see if he should challenge the catch? Yeah. Um, it's like what a, his clock management has never improved. He's always been a joke when it comes to clock management. And Patrick Mahomes bailed him out. And honestly, the, the kickers from both teams really bailed both teams out. That was an amazing kicking battle. Um, the yeah. the the nerves of steel on both those kickers. Of course, the San Francisco 49ers guy, he had a kick blocked. Um, I don't know how much that's his fault or, or what, but um, yeah. man, they were just going blow for blow, blow for blow. It was pretty, pretty impressive. Meanwhile, it was. and I, I, I don't know if you were going to say this, but the, was it the chiefs kicker? Who's the rookie or was it the San Francisco 49ers? No. The 49ers kicker was a rookie. Yeah. The 49ers kicker was the rookie. He was the guy taken before Chad Ryland, right? When we just drafted. Yeah. So, and that guy yeah. is, that guy straight up nails. Meanwhile, Chad, Chad Ryland, I'm pretty sure he just asked me for a dollar outside of, you know, wings over Worcester <laughs> last night. So, Probably. I mean, I like, it's, it's like just drafting woes, you know, like, oh, here we go. We, we yeah. blew another one. I would love to have that guy on my freaking team as a kicker. Yeah, what were you yeah. going to say? Let, let me tell you, you know what was really pissing me off throughout the game? And I kept posting this on Facebook. <laughs> the 49ers, they just made it so easy for Mahomes in the second half. Do you remember some of the iconic, amazing throws that Brady had to make in that Seattle oh, yeah. Super Bowl? The, the Falcon Super Bowl? And just unbelievable tight windows jaw dropping throws patrick mahomes did not have to do one throw like that in the second half in an overtime not one throw that made me go you know what that's what a championship quarterback does that throw not one i mean hey it's not patrick mahomes fault hey he took what the 49ers gave him but oh my god could you make it a little difficult on him and it was nothing just that game winning touchdown was a joke i mean holy cow like talk about no chance at all stopping that it, it just oh man it was so frustrating it's like what are you doing Sanford? i think they fired the defensive coordinator Sanford. yeah they did did they i did. see that and they should <laughs> all that talent and you just couldn't i mean and not to mention he got away from doubling kelsey in the second half so, yep. God, was, I mean, God, make that punk. I shouldn't call him a punk. Make that guy earn it. And I just felt like, hey, kudos to him. He won a Super Bowl, but he, uh, I, I just come off as salty. I just don't feel like he earned it. It was like the easiest second half in overtime I've ever seen. Yeah, and I, and I think, and I think you know what we're used to is that one iconic play or that one iconic catch and you know even you know you mentioned the patriots ones but there's also like the you know giants against us you know um mm, yeah this this Super Bowl really didn't have that it was it was more about two teams trying not to lose the game there was no real major plays and it was it was more about the kind of matt patricia way to play defense of like ben but don't break in the second half for for really both sides because the 49ers drove a lot in that second half. I just, I just think they made some weird choices with play calling and didn't have some, yeah. some good game management um, 
skills with uh with how much they were throwing it you know it, it deep into the zone and how much running was working for them so i mean it, it was a it was incredibly enjoyable super bowl to watch it, when you if you remove all the other things around it you know like the dealing with the brady mahomes dealing with the 49ers catching up to the patriots what a ple- pleasant super bowl to watch as a fan um i i guess i got to start getting used to this watching other teams play in the super bowl so maybe i'll maybe i'll throw a super bowl party next year because this year i was not prepared i'm still adjusting you know as a patriots fan um but yeah those are my thoughts on the super bowl any final ones dad that's why i'm drinking the haterade because it it just feels like i I remember those days and it feels like the chiefs are stealing our thunder now man we used to that we used to be that team if coaches put us amazing. in, we would have won state. Yeah. You know, we sound like Uncle Rico now. So, <laughs> throw the ball is. a quarter mile <laughs> over those mountains. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Every- yep. Thank you, everybody. I uh, appreciate anybody who tuned in. Uh, I'll try and write out the buy and sells. You know, share yours. Go down the list. Buy, buy, sell, 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 buy, buy, buy. Um, really curious to hear everybody's. We might thoughts, even so. mention in the next next podcast too, if we get a good one. We might even mention oh, you on the next podcast. You know, yeah, so, we, we can not just can... respond on Facebook, but you know, mention you. So yeah, and you know, no. you know, they could see how you guys all agree with me and you disagree with my dad. It's a great opportunity. So <laughs> we'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely bad. we'll definitely read into that. So everybody, I hope you have a good night, um, and see you next week. Oh, I don't know, I don't know oh, where to begin. We are North Americans and